Ramble. watching a lot of tv in quarantine mm-hmm. and one of the shows that we have been watching gray's anatomy watch a lot of gray's anatomy watch a lot of house mm-hmm. so i thought we got a real nurse right here <laughs> we should ask her our our fake doctor questions because the doctors on tv make it look really easy and glamorous and glamorous mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a lot of time for sex um, yeah in closets mm-hmm. it's actually <laughs> like in the 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 room where they Take a break. The break room. The break room. Yeah. <laughs> and like stairwells. Like you know, stairwells you know, the, 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 are not sexy. Not uh, sexy. Isn't the break, break rooms room not sexy? Shared. It's very shared. Yes. There's always like gifted donuts or cookies from families that are like half eaten and like water bottles around and like people's belongings and like papers. And it's just not. It's not really conducive to sexy time, you know? No. I imagine. There is a bunch of people that take care of sick people that come and sit in these break rooms. Like, there are germs mm. up the yin-yang. I don't think, no. It is interesting to think about, like, now that you, do you guys do this where you're, you'll are you be watching something that was made maybe two years ago, and you're like, they're not wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but my favorite early pandemic meme on the internet was if Meredith Grey can flirt with her mask on for 15 hours at a time during a surgery, yeah. so can you. <laughs> That's your true. Mask. That, that is, is true. true. Flirt with your eyes. Flirt with your, flirt with your eyes. <laughs> and that first episode of Grey's Anatomy is all about that love connection oh my gosh. between Derek and Meredith. Which he was, was Derek. just Derek McDreamy. was dreamy. He's Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. Hottie Bobati. Yeah. McDreamy. He looks really nice in that first episode. <laughs> yes, he does. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah. His yeah. eyes were very young. Very, yeah. So for fake doctor, real nurse, you know, I'm watching this show as a mass consumer of pop culture, as the the resident pop culture historian. Yes, yes. But Expert. you're yeah, you're watching it as a nurse, yeah. seeing parts of your everyday life. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some really striking differences maybe when I'm watching it than when you're watching oh, it. Oh, for sure. So the first thing that always gets me on doctor shows, and in this specific episode of Grey's Anatomy, a young girl has a seizure at mm-hmm. one point. So when I see that, sometimes it makes me giggle because I'm like, that that's an actor. <laughs> that's an actor. <laughs> that girl went to Juilliard. She went to Tish. <laughs> and now she's got two lines and she's like writhing on a bed. And like kicking her and legs like kicking. up. And- yeah. Was it super realistic to what you've seen? Like, how'd she do? Did she do a good job or was it bad? I think <laughs> coming down from like the helipad and stuff, she did a good job on that one. When uh-huh. she like later on in the episode has like another big seizure. Oh, yes. her I mean, there's different types of seizures, of course. Yes. There's like people like do lip smacking and that's considered a seizure. But the seizure that she was having, she's like kicking her legs yeah. up and down. A grand mall. If yeah, I she was having correctly. a grand mall. And like, I'm not here to, to, to shit on people's acting, yeah. but that one was like, okay. I mean, you think she should have rehearsed a little longer. I mean, it's hard to full on mock having a seizure. Like it hurts. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Hurts. And I don't think she's not. It's not mocking. She's not acting. Yeah, she has yeah. to portray it. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you think that she went into the audition room and, and was had to <laughs> that was that part? They were like, they were show like, me your best seizure. Show us your seizure. 
Give us, give yes. us your like, give us your seizure yes. face. Yeah. Yes. Have you guys ever done an audition? No. Oh, yes. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. What do what? they make you do? It's like an interview, but where you memorize the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds and easy. That's it. <laughs> they always, I've done both sides of it. I've casted things. Mm-hmm. I've auditioned for things. And they give you direction. And then they're like, oh, okay. After you do it. And you're mm-hmm. like, did I take it or did I not? They don't <laughs> say good. No, of course no. not. They always say, okay, thank you. We'll let you know. Oh my gosh. That would yeah. rip me apart. I, I feel like I need never. feedback. As I'm doing it, smile at me. Oh no! Sometimes they don't even like smile, or (gasps) even like there's very little like introductions. So many people in the room. Yeah. Oh, that's more. I interned at a casting studio once, and it was Mm -hmm. like a a seedy place. Wow. (laughs) So, so this girl had the best seizure in her audition. Yeah. Yeah. Or like. I don't know our uncle works on the show. So yeah, yeah, you, you know, know. 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 it's <laughs> the yeah. pilot. I bet they cast that. But this this pilot's like very yeah. well known. I think it got like a lot of viewership. It's a good pilot. Yeah, they I mean, really pilots are hard. You have to introduce like I mean, I don't think it's the same for like hour longs, but for like thirty minute long <clears throat> comedies, you have to introduce like all a majority of characters and like figure out where the plot's going. Like that's kind right. of hard work to like With- set up. Is Grey's Anatomy, is that like a procedural where something happens every episode? Or mm-hmm. is it more like uh, one of those where there's like longer storylines that happen throughout? So it's a procedural, but there'll be like overarching. So if you think of the timeline, like every episode has a case or two cases, you right. know, because they're multiple doctors. But while those episodes are going on, there's, there's the love, the love the- there's... Uh, family illness, family drama, mm-hmm. people are dying left and right. Friendships. Yeah. Every Lost episode it. has a yeah. plot Made. line that will make you ball your eyes out. Yeah. Yes. And just lying. so everyone knows on my reactions, I only watched up to season three. So I am like reacting just as like a person who has seen it basically like for the first time. I started watching Grey's Anatomy when I was in nursing <clears throat> school and I loved it. And then someone spoiled it for me. What they do? They they give me they gave me like one of like the season finale at the time spoiler and I was so upset I remember like <gasps> commenting on like the Facebook thread I'm like how dare you post this like you need to warn people do you think it so was I, 007 miles yeah <laughs> I was I so as soon as she said it I was, I like, was so mad and then I like stopped watching it too because it was just like a lot of like nursing school plus like class plus clinical plus going home and watching more medical stuff it was just overkill. Yeah. <laughs> but watching the first episode we becky was like we're going to talk about this on the podcast so like rewatch it. i was like oh i would definitely watch this in quarantine again this is like really good but how many seasons are there like 15 they're on like season 16 yeah. oh it's still going it's yeah. current and is it's it current. still meredith yeah. yeah she's still on and it. patrick dempsey no spoilers, but is Sandra he is oh, no longer on the show. <laughs> is he? Oh, no, I only made it to like season six or what. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a long hauler. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen the new season. I don't think Sandra O's on it anymore. because She's Sandra doing o. Killing Eve. No yeah. No spoiler. She's oh, no spoiler. What about, um, yeah. what about just, the girl that was in... Uh, Catherine Heigl. Yes. Like 27 no. Rides oh, of Jesus no. or something. No, Catherine Heigl got like removed from a bunch of stuff there was some drama <laughs> what what happened i can't remember was this like season Becky, Becky, what happened oh, tell Catherine me Heigl said no. some racist shit no that was isaiah washington no did it is this the thing about the lvad wires 
Oh, what are we talking about <laughs> right now? Miles and I are giggling because we're trying not to tell you big spoilers for main characters. I'm pretty sure your giggles mean that everyone we've just mentioned <laughs> dies. It dies. Absolutely. Okay. That show wants you to cry a just, lot. Just know that none of us have the time to watch 15, yeah. ep- uh, 15 seasons <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy. So, all right. Uh, everybody out what there, spoiler there's alert. Li- there's listeners. What happened to Catherine? You need to stop listening for well, yeah. 10 minutes. Close your ears. Isaiah Washington was kicked off the show because oh. he... Uh, a homophobic slur oh. to another cast member. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So there were a lot of like, I feel like medical terms are always thrown out. Like they're like, it's a grand mal seizure. But yeah. like, you hear that all the time. Are, how accurate was it? Like, was what was happening a grand, grand mal seizure? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, usually we'll call it like a tonic clonic. Is this plant still eating my hair? A, um, a what? A tonic-clonic seizure. So there's different types of seizures, and you'll classify them based on, like, how they're presenting. So there's, uh-huh. like, focal seizures uh-huh. versus, like, I talked, there's things called absent seizures, and then people with seizure disorders will sometimes just, like, stare off into space, and those are kind of harder to identify, or they'll, like, uh-huh. lip smack, and it'll be, like, three seconds. That's a mm-hmm. seizure. And usually you wouldn't know that until, like, they had, like, seizure monitors on and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Whoa. So what what is a seizure? It's something that goes on in your brain. <clears throat> yeah. It's just, I mean, depending on, like, where it's happening in the brain, sometimes you can track it down with the video EEG monitor. But that's, like, that's really big and complicated. And, <laughs> yeah. They sometimes do like surgical ops, like surgical surgeries based on like where it's happening in the brain. And if it's like an area that is able to be manipulated safely, if they're still having like a lot of like seizure activity that isn't able to be medically managed. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So is it like, is it like blood that gets trapped there or? It's just like, it just is what it is. Activity. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like in your neurons. Chemical reaction that's not supposed to be happening. Yeah. And, and Maggie's so, like, you guys understand nothing. But, We're all like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And um, so, so some people have seizure disorders where they just have a chemical reaction that yeah. And then some people have like fever-related seizures. Right. It, like it could be related. That's to really something common else in children. Like if they have a really high fever, then they'll start seizing or. Oh, that sounds so scary. Yeah. Um, there was a part on the show where Dr. Burke had the intern doing like. An All appendectomy, and then I know. and then he like waited because he wanted the younger doctor to do it, but the guy's like his heart rate's starting to go to down. Yeah, he was things like, just happen so quickly in that show. Like yeah. you are introduced to these residents, and mm-hmm. by the way, when like doctors graduate uh, medical school, they start their residency, and like within day one, these they're like running to a helipad, and first of all, like I don't. I don't think interns are responsible unless like there's def- there's different departments that are responsible for triaging each patient. Like usually surgeons will stay in the OR and if they're following patients, they'll go downstairs and like check on them. But they're not doing like all the things that these doctors, these interns are doing, like pushing beds around, going to procedures. Meredith was on like seven different <laughs> floors. I'm like, where is this woman? Like, there is no structure. It's definitely glamorized. And like, it is like being working in the hospital, it is very fast paced, but not to the point where you're expected to be in like eight areas at once. Wow. Yeah. It was, and like, 
even knowing like I remember my first day as a nurse on the floor how are you expected to know where like supplies and things are like these doctors didn't even get like a full orientation they're just like in a locker room and they're like this is your person you're assigned to and uh Dr. Bailey Dr. Bailey yeah she's assigned to these six of them or whatever like don't come to me unless the patient's dying like that is not how (laughs) culture is in the hospital like we want you to ask questions like that's not how your superiors should be and if they are then that's a problem so and karev was really mean about the nurses nurses. is that true or is that fake one it's i mean it there are mean doctors and there are mean nurses like but it is like a collaboration and it takes a village to take care of like an entire medical yeah. thing going on with somebody and their family. So it should be thought of <laughs> as like a collaborative effort. Yeah. But there are like certain doctors, cough, cough surgeons that don't treat nurses. Oh, <laughs> at least at my oh, hospital. Oh, and that's how they are surgical residents on Grey's Anatomy. I think it's just because surgical residents don't stay on the floor with the mm. patients. Usually they're usually in surgery. And that's why the, the reputation <clears throat> that they do have is um, kind of hard to get a hold of is because they're performing surgery and you're like mm-hmm. paging them and you're waiting like longer than usual because the doctors that are stationed on the floor like see what the nurses are doing. So yeah. I think it's just an understanding of what people's roles are. And if someone doesn't understand, like if you're just known for being absent, mm. both nursing and uh-huh. surgical wise, then you're just going to have like it, you're going to conflict. But yeah, Karev said like some was mean so things. Mean. He said it so what did loud. He, say? he was like, he like made fun of I one of the nurses. other yeah, yeah. doctors and they called were, her like a, a nurse, like a yeah. white hat or something like that. We we're yeah. like, and like these, okay, for what the show is, like these are the, they're, this is uh, the intern's first day at the hospital. Yeah. You don't think nurses that have been working on this floor for years know what is going on with the patients, know how to treat, know how to take care of or like what may be wrong or what like the attending doctor will do. Like they've worked with these attendings for so long. So it just drives me crazy. Like when I hear comments like that about nurses, I'm like, we sometimes know, like, so I've had interns before that, like, they start in July. So in July, like, everyone knows that we're going to get, like, a new batch. But, like, we've had very sweet interns that know and, like, will lean on us to, like, for guidance. Like, oh, what does this mean? What does this Aww. mean? And we're all really helpful. So, like, for it to be shown like that on TV is just very, I think it's harmful. And, yeah. and these, <laughs> so, so it's your first day as an intern. You are the lowest of the low. You don't know what's going on. Right? You don't even know how to use the computer yeah. yet. You're like, you're like fresh out of med school. You're fresh out of med school. You're trying to learn like a new health system because every place you go, like somewhere, like Something if you different. went to like Cedar Sinai and then you went to like Huntington Hospital out here, they're completely like the way they do things and they're pro- like certain things will follow the same guidelines, but they have their own like workflows. So you mm-hmm. kind of have to learn that. That right? is some tea. Yeah. Maggie, will you tell me about the beepers? Oh, pagers paged left and right. I mean, that and is I true. I want to know what it says. That is true. <laughs> also, How do you why know where do you to still go? have pagers? Yeah, pagers why don't are I just text. I, and you know, that is like a good point. It's I, the hospitals very like some hospitals I know in the LA area have iPhones and they can like page back and forth. Beepers are just a little bit quicker, I mm-hmm. think, um, because. Even though, like, some of our residents will hold phones, but they won't get the alert when they get texted. 
I think it's just it needs to we need funding and stuff to update that system all around. But what do the beepers say? So let's say I'm in room 104. Mm-hmm. I am having mm-hmm. my grand mal seizure. The doctor comes in, Meredith. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got to get a hold well, of usually- McDreamy. So she then... What? How does she page it? So you will <laughs> usually what do you do it? I it just know. spells out eight o o eight. Yeah. So usually, <laughs> what is it? Usually, there's like a there's like a like a website you can visit, like in the hospital, and you like fill out your name and you uh-huh. fill out your return number and you put regarding patient Rebecca Miller. Patient is having seizure. Please come. Or if you know where the doctor is sitting, you'll run over to the room and be like, "Hey, this person's having this." Yeah. But usually like seizures and like if it's a person here i mean her uh situation that she had a subarachnoid bleed and so that was like very Wait, uh subarachnoid that's so it was in her like brain i was like we all know what that means mm-hmm. a subarachnoid yeah. bleed so yeah. it was under her sub spider means under sub under arachnid meaning spider um, <laughs> she had an under spider bleed it just tells you a specific bleed. place in the brain where the bleed is coming from oh. and they didn't see it on imaging or they did or like they didn't think to work it up meredith froze yeah but <laughs> she froze she's like i she's don't like, remember i know this. where it is <laughs> from school yeah so the number will just pop up on the beeper it'll like, be at the beeper and you'll see like the patient name and number yeah. and then it's up to the doctors like sometimes the doctors are in the middle of doing things so like they'll call back right away or they won't but beepers get paged all the time because little things happen like we try and like cluster but I've had to like make, I've had to page doctors for like simple things like you wrote the order incorrectly. Can you please write it this way? Or um, can you please clarify this? Like someone will write an order or they'll write it wrong or things are, you you just need to clarify things with a doctor. You can't just like look at an order and just assume that it is what it is. Like you really have to double check and that's kind of how yeah. uh, medical mistakes are. But if someone's reduced. having a seizure, don't you need someone to come faster than like, the time it takes to write out and then page I mean, hers them. was like a, she didn't, she wasn't diagnosed with a seizure disorder, but a lot of the times when kids are, at least this is my experience, when kids are see, being seen in the hospital for seizure disorder and we know that they're having seizures and we're trying to figure out why and we, we've like ruled out that there's no bleed or something like that, it's not like a life or death situation. Mm. and it's like I, I noticed in the show it's just very like oh my god get in the room we're pushing epi this and that <laughs> like when people have seizures you kind of try and stay calm you like put them on their mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. like when codes are happening you try and make sure the roles are very uh, clear and there's like an open line of communication people should not be screaming it mm-hmm. only works up the family more <laughs> and it works you up more so it's just mm-hmm. it's it's, it's very calm, and the people who are usually running the code have done it before. So even if you feel like you're not understanding of what's going on, like there's enough people in there to get supplies. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. There's a lot yeah. less screaming. There's a lot life. less screaming. <laughs> it's not, it's that, not Seizures are Dr. not Gray, life and what death. what do we do? Right. If you see someone in public having a seizure, you just make sure, make they're sure their head is nice, mm-hmm. but don't hold them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure they don't fall and hit their head. Right. Yeah. You want to make sure they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it will pass. Yeah. It will pass. But like with her situation, they had to give her medications and stuff because there yeah. is like a, if this person has more than three seizures in like 10 minutes or five minutes, then it's like a problem. Or if the seizure is greater than five minutes, it could potentially do harm. So mm. that's huh. another thing. 
So yeah, you want to let someone know that they had a seizure, and but if they come out of it, then great, <laughs> awesome. But you usually, really good. That but usually, it's like just looking had. at the clock, throwing on some oxygen, staying calm, letting mm-hmm. the people know what's going on, letting the doctor know. Yeah, I want Maggie to be minors. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. I forever want Maggie to be minors. You're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. Because nothing's worse than like if you're like if you, if I was a sick patient in the hospital and my nurse was like running in and out of my room, like what's wrong? Am I fine? Is everything okay? Yeah, you would like what's going dying. on? Am I dying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing's worse than like a panicked person taking care of you. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I mean, mm-hmm. the only time I've ever actually been in a hospital bed was for labor. <laughs> Yeah. And those nurses are heroes. Mm. I swear. Like, I was like, give me the epidural. Mm. And they were like, you don't need it, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You've got 30 minutes. Just just keep going. And wow. I was like, Ouch. all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, hell no. Oh my <laughs> gosh. 30 minutes better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. L&D is its own, like, beast. I know. Mm. Oh, yeah. wait, what does that oh, mean? Labor and, L- labor and deliver. Like, she yeah. said a word. I thought, she, I, I thought you said Ellen Diaz, which sounds like an actress's name. <laughs> Ellen Diaz. And I, was, and, I, and I looked right at Becky. I was like, mm, excuse me, who? Excuse me. <laughs> a minute I thought she was going to say Ellen Pompeo, which is oh, place, yeah. Meredith. And then I was like, she didn't say Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. <laughs> These doctors on Grace, it was their first day as residents, and their shift was 48 hours long. That's why That's they crazy. have to have sex at work. They have no time. <laughs> they have no guys. Guys. Got a pencil and some yeah. me time. Do they like pencil and like, okay, it's been hour 12. I should sleep now. It's a new day. Now and you I would, do this. Like, Who, yeah. who are these people, though, who can work for like 24 hours straight and still have a libido? Yeah. <laughs> True. Good question. Good question. Right? <laughs> like when I work long days, I'm like, don't touch me. I'm going to bed. You know? <laughs> Yes, agreed. <laughs> no, but it's just, I, I was thinking about that while I was watching. I was like, 48-hour shift, that's so long. Like, I understand that there needs to be continuity of care, which is, like, the person following the patients and, like, know what's going on. Because, like, sometimes with handoff, <clears throat> like, if it changes so much, like, even if, like, the same nurse is back, they try and give it to the same patient just so, like the flow is going and it's not that first day where you're getting to know who you're taking care of and there's less mistakes and like it's better for patient outcomes but especially like a healthcare related role like we know that sleep is important like why are there 48 hours why do 48 hour shifts exist that's terrible yeah it doesn't but, sound safe at all yeah i no. think it just depends on the hospital um well you, you used to work the night shift yeah i use i worked night shift for Three and a half years. I remember when I met you. I was yeah. like, "You are." I've I I can't fathom. What it was that hard. Is like. I know there's people that do it for their entire careers, and it wow. just works for them. Especially a lot of the mothers do because mm-hmm. they can be, especially with like younger kids, like they'll <clears throat> go home and be able to take their kid to school, go to sleep, wake up, pick their kid up, and like only have slept like four hours. Yeah, but, but all like the they, time. How does it's, that? It's three work? days a week. <clears throat> okay, so they would kind of cluster, okay. or yeah. they would a lot of the time with night shift. You would just pack them all at once because, like, mm-hmm. having to correct your schedule in the beginning of the week, having one day off of like regular hours, and then like having to mm-hmm. self correct. It's it takes a lot on you, and I think it was because I was newly 
graduated. I was mm-hmm. single. Like I just had, mm-hmm. I lived, like I didn't live alone, but I had like my own room. And like before I was sharing a room. So like it just made sense. And I was still paying off college uh, to college tuition. Mm-hmm. And you get paid like maybe like six more dollars an hour, five more dollars an hour for that working. Up, up, which is good. Yeah. So I d- like would pull all that money mm-hmm. just to go to my loans. And that's yeah. why I did it. And it, yeah. I thought that for the longest time, like I'm a night shift person, like I'll be night shift forever. And now yeah. that you're day shift? Wow. Now I'm day shift. I'm like, I don't know how I did night shift for so long. Yeah. No yeah. yeah. I used to go and find you on Find My Friends. To Just see. to make sure I yeah, was like alive. I would be like, okay, it's 7 a.m. And click on my phone. I'd be like, okay, Maggie's at home. Don't text her. She's sleeping. Or then I'd see She's she was sleeping. at the hospital. I'd be like, I can text her. She's going to be driving home soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was tough. My mom like insisted on letting me allow her to have me on find friends because she'd be calling me a lot of the time while like in the middle of the day and I just wouldn't be answering she's like I don't know if you're okay like I don't know if you're sleeping yeah and I lived a lot like alone and like not with anybody so she's like you need to let me follow you okay fine so now she's still following me till this day and she's like where are you going she's like it's 2 a.m in la is maggie at the bar is maggie at home or like my sister she follows my sister too and my sister will come and like drop stuff off or like come and have dinner with us she's like i saw ivana was over what are you guys doing (laughs) without me (laughs) i only follow three people on find my friends and i don't i I mean ned my sister (laughs) and matt I don't know how I got Matt. I don't know how that you don't happened. Follow, we follow each other. Yeah, I should, I should follow you. Yeah, let us follow. I'll, you. I'll oh. be like, "Where's Maggie? Yeah, Maggie's at work. Becky's I mean, at home." I definitely got <laughs> more entertainment from that app long before the pandemic, but now it's just like, "Oh, they're home." Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. I remember once Keith and I were walking into a store, and Maggie texted me, and she's like, "What you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, so funny." She texted me, "I'm right by your house." And I was like, oh, we're walking to, like, you know, the store. And she was like, I saw. <laughs> She's like, I see you. I knew you were there. <laughs> no, one time I was getting, Are like, coming uh, over. <laughs> yeah. I was at, like, Marigume Udon, and, like, Matt and Eugene were, like, around the corner. Oh. And they were like, we saw you around the corner. Like, let's have dinner together. <laughs> Wait, don't, don't, don't you have to open the app in order to, like, see I think where that people they were, are? They were meeting up with another friend, our other friend, David. And uh-huh. like they looked because David's like, I'm on my way. And he like looked at his phone. He's like, no, he's not. And then he's like, oh, but Maggie and Zach are like down the street. Let's go say hi to them. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. Yeah. But it's a good app. <laughs> it's great. I mean, yeah, love for like friends. for like when Ned's shooting late. And actually, I used it the other day when they were shooting downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, when is he going to be home? Is he going to be home in 20 minutes or is he going to be home in an hour yeah you know is he still shooting basically right. mm-hmm. and so i looked and he's still shooting and i was like i mean dinner yeah that's good <laughs> yes mm-hmm. go ahead and have dinner yeah <laughs> we actually figure like we know when one of us have like left our phone downstairs or like left it like at a restaurant like mm-hmm. i actually got my oh. phone stolen hiking once and zach was i was like pull up fine friend like i can't find my phone he's like i'm sure it's in the backpack i was like pull up your phone he's like oh actually it's like on the 405 now <gasps> Wait, how did how you, did get, you get, get stolen hiking? So I was like adjusting Bowie's <laughs> backpack and I had put the phone down like on a bench and it was, uh, I think it was Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God. I was adjusting his backpack just... and like <clears throat> tightening in it and stuff. Grabbed my water bottle, grabbed him and walked away. But I remember like mm. I grabbed everything, but for some reason my someone snatched my phone while I was doing all that. Wow. And we were like at a top peak. 
I was so mad. And you could just see the phone moving and moving and moving. It's in a and car. Moving. It's in a car. I was so mad. You're getting kind of sold on the black market. Losing I'm everything. Losing things. And this was at the time where I had my license on my phone. No. In the little slip, like the, you can like keep your mm-hmm. debit card in your license. So I lost everything. Like I had to get a new credit card, had to get a new license, had to get Awful. a new phone. It was bad. Okay, well, guys, that's going to kind of sum up Fake Doctor Real Nurse for this week. <laughs> um, if you guys have any doctor shows or medical-related shows that you want us to watch um, and react to, mm-hmm. let us know in the comments. I would like to do House next. Yeah. Because I feel like that one has so much just jargon. Yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. It's always perineoplastic syndrome. And Cushing's. And Cushing's. <laughs> I asked her once, I was like, what's Cushing's? <laughs> I was like, every episode, House is like, it's Cushing's. <laughs> and I'm also, like, do House a lot of people have real, Cushing's? He's a real jerk. Like, <laughs> does that? I feel like a lot of his humor, like, won't fly now, right? No, it doesn't. So That's... Keith and I are rewatching it. And, uh, really? No, no, no. The show could not be made right now. I'm just imagining, like, nope. there, there, there has to be people out there who, you know, <laughs> if you're working with a real jerk doctor, like, that doctor isn't going to get another job you know like people are going to complain you know there's they gonna try be sexual harassment they try with be house like, <laughs> <sighs> i just i just can't i just don't see how people that are that mean i mean i get that he's like a genius or whatever but like like uh, an addiction the people are <laughs> people pain. people oh that are God. that mean can like be so <laughs> successful i think that's a can of worms yeah, yeah. i, I wish that weren't true yeah i know uh, we're going to move on. We've got some, we, we actually had one uh, very fun question that I came across today uh, where somebody was asking us to do a deep dive into our favorite TV shows from the 90s and 2000s. Ooh. Emily, shout out to Emily. Uh, <laughs> the title of this is 80s, 90s, OOs. I call that 2000s. 2000s. That's yeah, 80s, the 90s, aughts. Movie and TV hits faves. Mm, hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. Question mark. <laughs> That's the title of the email. Yes, yes it is. Mm. Emily, excellent email. Title. Yeah. Ah! If you want us to open your emails, mention Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> with guys. an mm, with an. Mm. Now we're gonna get millions of them. Um, okay, so Emily says, uh, "Hey guys, podcast on fave movies, TV shows from the eighties, nineties, aughts. I binged Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not the Netflix one, over quarantine, and I'm dying for a podcast deep dive, especially because looking back, it seemed very modern and forward for its time." Okay, well, I'll start. Yeah. Um, are you afraid of the dark? <gasps> oh, so scary. So good. I was a latchkey kid as many were in the 90s. Uh, what does that mean? It, okay, latchkey. <laughs> yes. Be- Becky over here. I know what the I hell was is a latchkey latch kid, too. <laughs> okay, latchkey kid is basically when you, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm sure there's a definition out there somewhere that we could look up, but uh, from my understanding of it mm-hmm. is uh, when you uh, come home from school, mm-hmm. you take the bus home from school. You don't have to take the bus home from school, but many did. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a key to your house. Mm-hmm. You open up your house. Nobody's home. Yeah. Oh, you mean TV babysitter? TV babysitter. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah for TV sure. TV babysitter sometimes. Kids. Yeah, oh. latchkey kid. You came home and you were on your own in your house till your parents got home from work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you got mm-hmm. home at like three and your and parents got home like at like Late six. elementary school, middle school. Middle school, oh, yeah, okay. for sure. That makes sense. High school, 
Yeah. You know, but yeah, this was definitely, I would say early middle school. uh, I would get home. I'd have a snack and it would, and I think at 4 PM, are you afraid of the dark would come on? Mm -hmm. And I would sit down. I, we always like we had couches as people do, but I would sit down on the floor in front of the television (laughs) and watch. Are you afraid of the dark? (laughs) Like, that's just what I did as a child. And I think I would spread my homework around me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Did you watch the reboot that came out? No, I didn't. I I really got it, though. Is it good? Yeah, we bought it. You can borrow our. Oh. It was like 10 bucks. We were like, let's do it. It's so good. They, like, clearly saw that Stranger Things does really well. So the, Um. the show itself has, like, that same weird mysticism that it had, but it's, like, really talented child actors mm, cool. yeah it's really good it's like a four-hour endeavor maybe i remember three hour. it being so scary is so it scary. scary um the the new one that came out because it was just like a limited series mm-hmm. i didn't find that scary because mm-hmm. i remember like are you afraid of the dark like the nosferatu episode like uh-huh. I, I remember like I wasn't religious but i like hung across in my room i was like <gasps> the vampires <laughs> oh my god they're gonna come for me <laughs> Um, it wasn't as spooky, I didn't think. Okay. It was more of the fantastical element that okay. they kept. But Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was just like, it was scary fun. Yeah, like scary. goosebumps. It was kids, kids, kids scary. Yeah. Yeah, goosebumps. Bumps was good. That was good That stuff. was also spooky. I could never watch the one about the mask. I hated that one. She got this mask <gasps> stuck on her face and she couldn't <gasps> that get it off. was awful. That one like gave me nightmares. Yeah. And the ventriloquist doll. I hate no, dolls and puppets. I think I puppets. hated all of these. Spooks Wait, me. I'm sorry. Can we can, can we, we talk, talk about that a little yeah. bit? Because uh, doesn't Keith King? have like a minor in puppetry? <gasps> no, <laughs> he's made puppets, but he did have some. Um, he used to do this like ventriloquist. ventriloquist, yeah, with this wizard, and the wizard would yell and do other things. Was he good at it? <laughs> some sick what things. Is it some sick things. Was he, was he good at like perverted like wizard ventriloquisting? <laughs> Ventriloquism. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, we would just scream out of the puppet. Um, but I, I don't moving. like puppets. We had some in our house, and they had to be like in a bucket because <laughs> yeah. I hate. Oh, blech, blech. <laughs> we had these little old lady and man dolls at my house when I was little. That like I think my grandma got my mom, and they freaked me out so much that I would turn them around. Oh. And then my family's a bunch of pranksters, so like. Instead of leaving them turned around, my dad would be like, let's move it in front of Becky's bed. <laughs> That's oh, so no. oh my gosh. <laughs> so I just wake up and these old people would be staring at me and I was like, they found me. <laughs> That's so scary. You would hate my, my grandmother, um, her hobby it, uh, for a, a good period of time, like 20 years maybe, from when I was like a kid kid to high school, um, was making dolls. She, she had like a little kiln where she would make their faces and then she'd make the, all their clothes and she would make little beaded purses for them and uh and so she, uh her her house was just full of these dolls like these these handmade hand-painted dolls like the the creepiest ones you could possibly think of yeah you know, and they all had like they look like Annabelle. They all had like Victorian costumes, and oh, they're gonna get. Becky I mean, they were they, were they were beautiful, beautiful. Like these are clearly gonna be heirlooms later because you know yeah. they're, they're like handmade, um, and like you know all the clothes. It's like silk and taffeta and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Like she, 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 she is very talented. 
Um, you have to do a lot for that, right? Because it's like you're making the doll, you're making the clothes, you're yeah. making the accessories. Yeah, making the shoes. I mean, like, yeah, that's that's like leather work and all all sorts of crazy stuff. But yeah, I mean, she she didn't <clears throat> sell them. She just kept Add them. them. <gasps> so she has lots. She has lots. That's extra Dog. scary. She has lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I okay. Next time I go visit my grandmother, I will take some pictures for you, <laughs> and they will haunt your dreams. I swear. Oh, but I mean, they're they're lovely, and now I you know just sort of sort of equate that with like, you know, it's just a funny thing that my grandmother did, but <laughs> a cool were, skill. They were creepy, and they didn't have a guest room in their house, so we slept in the living room, and all the dolls. Scary. Yep. Yep. <gasps> You would so I feel like they would be expensive if you sold them. Very. I like volunteered Probably. at like a nursing home before in nursing school. And there was like a woman with Alzheimer's who loved carrying around her baby doll. And it like was the same weight as like a baby. And it was like hand painted. <gasps> wow. And like the owner told me that someone had donated to her. But it was like thousands and thousands oh of God. dollars. Because like even when it was like wrapped in a blanket, I think <clears throat> it's like weighted because it's kind of like. Yeah. Almost like a weighted blanket. Because there's like, mm-hmm. if, if, and it was wrapped and it looked like a newborn. I was like, whose baby is that? And the they're more like, realistic like the a, doll, the scarier. I know, the it, was kind of, it was kind of spooky, but. Well, those like, it helped her. Those old Victorian <laughs> dolls. Yay. Yay. Those old Victorian dolls, I mean, they're, they're like, they, well, they can be very realistic, but they're heavy. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not plastic, they're like ceramic or, or wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. So Mags, um, not that I don't want to keep talking about dolls, because uh, it's spooky. <laughs> What's your favorite show from the 90s oh, and 2000s? My favorite? I don't ever think I had like an all-time favorite, but I was very much of the like all that uh, Keenan oh, and Kel. Um, oh my gosh. Loved Lizzie McGuire. Loved Boy Meets World. That was very my, mm-hmm. yeah, my childhood. <gasps> Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete was funny. So oh, good. Keith loved Pete and Pete. Me and Miles That's are like the same age. We're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the tail end of like the Pete and Pete, Pete and salute Pete your shorts like, era. Oh, so your shorts. Yeah. Like funny, Camp culty. On <laughs> yeah. Pete yeah. had this like tattoo that was a little um, mermaid. Mm-hmm. Like oh. a sexy mermaid that oh, makes This slaps. kind of. It's kind of like, like ringing a, a bell, but a maybe I have to like guy. Google it up. I'm sure it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Ringing a bell, Dan, like Danny Saved Tamborelli. By the bell? Saved by the bell. <laughs> oh. and I really, Buffy. Buffy. I really loved Buffy. Mm-hmm. Buffy like how good. much? You're saying that like so you were. much. I watched <clears throat> it every day. I've probably seen all of Buffy <clears throat> twice. Team Spike or Team Angel? I think I was Team Angel when I was young. Oh, hot take. No, it's no. a good take. <laughs> I mean... I think yeah. that's generally Loved regarded her. as. I think I just like, wanted to be her. You know, when you're little, mm-hmm. you're just like, I want to be as cool as she is. She can fight vampires and be witty at the same time. <laughs> I like the redhead. Willow. Oh, Willow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the actress's name? Allison. Yeah. Hannigan. Uh-huh. Not right? the one think that so. got sucked into the cult. No, that's, that's Allison, Allison Mac. Mack. We're watching The Vow right now. Yes, we're is. watching The Vow. Did you watch too? last night? Yes. Oh. Oh. That wasn't in the that podcast. That was not in the podcast. It was oh, wait, not. There's there's a, that wasn't in the podcast. Oh my yes, god. Yes, you have to watch. You have to watch oh, it. If you listen to the podcast about it, you have to watch the I show because there's so much. I found the first episode so boring. Keep going, keep Ariel. Going. Keep going. <sighs> keep going. All right. Uh, or just watch episode four. You know everything that happens. Yeah. 
Yeah. It okay, is so four. Valid. Four is when shit hits the fan. Okay, hits so fans. what's up with India's mom not reacting at all? Is she just like so prozac out that she has no emotions left for her daughter who's deeply stolen into this cult? I don't know. I mean, yeah. The I have whole no episode, idea. I was just like, what is happening here? I've, I've never had my child join a cult. But you well. would think it would bring <laughs> up some emotions for you. Yeah. I mean, she's an actress. She was on Dallas. Yeah, according but, to the show. So maybe she was mm. trying to like keep it in so that she didn't seem very like Yeah, I guess. scared cuz obviously you'd be scared. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's dark. Quick dark. cult watch on Becky? Do we have a what? Quick cult, cult watch? <laughs> Becky, cult watch. who's trying to join their cult? Uh, of of like how much you might join this cult? <laughs> oh, Nexium I would have been in. 100%. <laughs> I would have gotten up to the branding and I would have been like Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> that would be like my hard line. I'd be like, mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I'm not getting cauterized today. Painful. But you'd be <gasps> sitting in the group of women naked being like, oh, my sisters. Not that. No, no, oh. no. I wouldn't have even gotten in the car. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't have gotten in the car. If they're like, you have naked? to come to Albany and I'm going to put a blindfold on you, I'd be like, thank you for your time. <laughs> I will find a new cult to So join. sorry, master. <laughs> so sorry, master. Um, yeah. Oh, so What creepy. about the readiness drills? <gasps> no. Good morning, Becky. Ready, RM. master. <laughs> RM. So creepy. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do those. I like the self-help aspect. You know, all the cults start trying to help you. They're like, <laughs> "Do you want to be more confident?" And you're like, "Yeah, I do." Do you want to make decisions quicker? Yeah, I do. Do you want a community? I do. <laughs> and then How they're like, <laughs> and then they're like, "Do you want to have sex with this guy?" And I'm like, "No, no, I don't." <laughs> The thing I just kept thinking was, what are the links that this guy will go to to get women to have sex with him on a regular occasion? He had to start a whole cult with a whole company with all this like straight path uh-huh. and system just to uh, do all this stuff. He had to make them his slaves. Yeah. Why couldn't he just disturbing. like find a girlfriend? I know. He had many. Yeah. He probably had regular and sex. When he and Allison Mack met for the first time and it was recorded <laughs> and she was like, I'm not only a hugger, I'm also a kisser. I was like, ew. I, mean, I loved Smallville. Speaking of yes. like early 2000s, I loved Smallville. And then this came out and I was like, I can literally no. never watch Smallville again. No. <laughs> you have ruined ever watching Smallville again. I need, oh, I need to get hooked. I need to get hooked on shows. I can't. I can't do the keep going thing because if I if I don't like the first episode, you know, if I if I find myself looking at my phone mm-hmm. while I'm watching a show, it's out. Well, yeah. the Jinx is a fun watch, but it's worth it for the end. Yeah. Okay. And if it helps, I did not watch the Jinx all the way through. I stopped at like episode three. I kept falling asleep. And then yeah. Keith watched the last two and was like, you have to stay awake. You have yeah. to watch this. And I was like, no, it's kind of like boring. I didn't and find then it I that boring. Was like, holy shit! But yeah. the end is worth it. So I was just tell me what happened. No, 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 no! no I would never do watch that to you, happen. Ariel. Yeah, you have to watch it. Just watch the last episode. But, just but go I for almost, it. Just I almost skip. Like, I almost like want to know what happens. Like, Mm-mm. just just give me like a hint. No, nope. no, nope. so nope. that nope. so that nope. then nope. then nope. I like no, then I get excited about it. No, just know that when you watch it, you're gonna come in the next day and you're gonna be like. Holy hell! <laughs> you're gonna scream. Just so finish it, Ariel. So you're telling, you're telling it's so me short. that this 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 like older guy, uh-huh. mm-hmm. he he like says something, 
in, we're not saying in anything. the in the interview because he's, so he's so boring. He's so boring. Just power through. Power through. You're gonna love it. Look yeah. up some like Durst family stuff. Except for don't no, look up don't anything look because you'll don't get a spoiler. Uh, so okay, so that was our one question that we <laughs> went off on. Um, you guys remember to email us. We love these questions, especially these lighter questions. These are great. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, email us in. You can sit with us pod at gmail.com and now we are moving on to maggie with your tip of the week, week. your mm. towel give us that which one should i do becky i have two you ran them oh, past you, becky no, no, she she i haven't told her I haven't okay told her. okay have them so, in your head and put them in your hands okay do this one okay you didn't, put, you didn't have them in your head and put them in your hands, did you? You just put up your hands. I did. I also I just went, said, shiny ring. This shiny one. Ring. Oh, yeah. True, shiny. true, true. Um, those of you who don't have a dedicated tongue scratcher, it has changed my life. Wait, a scratcher a scr- or a scraper? Do you guys have a dedicated tongue scratcher? We have a tongue scraper. Why are scraper. you saying dedicated as if like you could just use, use it? Because there there's the Oral-B... Oh toothbrushes that have the tongue scraper on uh-huh. it and that does not do due diligence oh um, you gotta start your day and end your day with a dedicated tongue scratch is it gross it is so gross but it's so satisfying and once you start doing it you'll never not do it ever again okay i have never used a tongue scraper ever really uh mostly because yeah, i'm a little bit scared of like pulling off at one, a a a Taste bud? No, <laughs> no, no. You like, can't do it's it. It's like a little like steel or like aluminum. It looks like a yeah, a U, and you just go, and then you rinse it off with water. But the stuff that comes out of that, like if you ever brush your teeth and like an hour later you're like, my tongue still kind of feels nasty, or like my mouth just is I've, still kind of stinky. I've never thought to myself, my tongue feels nasty. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. My teeth feel nasty. No, it's your tongue. It's where all the bacteria accumulate when you're asleep, and it multiplies, and it. Form some sort of yummy, delicious uh, bacterial <laughs> buzz. Buzz. So you, after you're done brushing your teeth before bed, and when you wake up, you got a tongue scratch. Well, not so much. You don't have to. Yeah, just do it twice. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Really? Okay. Okay. I have They're to like buy a tongue bucks. scratcher. They're okay. like two bucks at the store, and you can use it for life. Okay. You don't I have to replace say. them. There's some mm-hmm. of them. There's like some plastic ones you can get from CVS that like kind of look like a mini hairbrush. Mm-hmm. Those ones are good, but you kind of have to keep replacing them. But okay. like the actual like rod, you can like wash and like it comes with like a cute little case. Okay. All but right. the stuff that comes off your tongue, your I'm mind will be. I'm worried it's going to be so <gasps> gross. So, so are you coming from from like... You're I'm coming not coming from, from an from, anecdotal perspective, not from a medical. No, I'm not coming from a medical perspective. I've not checked the the research on, so don't <laughs> Wait, come they back. Make a lot of claims about the tongue. I'm not making claims. Like, I'm not making. It'll claims. help you not get sick. Because I've because I've never had my claim. dentist be like, "Girl, you need to you need to get a tongue scraper." It's just something yeah. I enjoy doing. I don't recommend it or saying any claims. It's just it's really nice. But the first time I ever got acupuncture, she <laughs> asked to look at my tongue. Stop it! Yeah, she well, was like, "Let me see your you tongue." You had acupuncture, uh, yes. just, just, just cause, just cause. I actually, yeah. I did it at NYU as part of cancer treatment, like yeah. as a therapy, and she made me show her my tongue, and I found of- it very embarrassing. I was like, "What are you looking for?" I've had acupuncture too, like? and the woman, and I was like, "Um, what exactly are you looking at?" But she can mm-hmm. tell, like, 
the swelling or if there's redness like on the base Mm -hmm. versus the sides. I don't know what they mean. I wanted to do a deeper dive, but I completely forgot. But it's a thing. Like your tongue, it's not one of those things that you like hide, but when somebody's actually looking. Yeah, and you're like, Mm -hmm. Eastern medicine says that it tells a lot about Mm -hmm. your health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I, I do want to talk more about Eastern medicine because I... I've done a little bit of research into like the Ayurvedic, um, mm-hmm. you know, body types and things like that. Mm-hmm. That would be fascinating. To yeah. I wish they would into. talk to like Western and Eastern would talk into like talk to each other more because yeah. I don't think one can replace the other. But totally. Agreed. There was a way. Yeah. Like they're yeah. both necessary for. Yeah. For, uh, you know, whole whole health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes your mouth feel fresher? Minty toothpaste or a tongue scraper? Mm. If I had to pick, mm-hmm. if you could only do one. Well, like the minty toothpaste isn't really making your mouth fresher, but it just, it feels nice. But apparently like just the motion of you brush, you don't have to use toothpaste if you like forget your toothpaste when you're like on a trip or something. It's just like the mechanical motion of brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. flossing your teeth, scraping your tongue is just as good, even uh, though it doesn't feel like the minty flavors that they put in toothpaste is mm-hmm. Right oh, here. That's so, that's so satisfying. Right. Anybody because, have a water pick? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, that should okay. get a water pick. My y'all. mom has one, and she thought that she didn't need to floss anymore. That's not true. That is not true. Yeah, it's to adjunct. Both. You're supposed yeah. to do both. I have yeah. a permanent retainer, so flossing is super hard because things get stuck in the back, oh. and you can't put floss all the mm-hmm. way through. You, you would need to, to buy the these. Through. Yeah, they have the these threaders. little like plastic things that you can thread, but like obviously, I'm not going to use one. So yes, but the too water, much work. too much work. The water pick is like they have different heads on them and you just shoot it in your mouth and you stand over this thing. You go, oh. Yeah. But if you have a permanent retainer and your plaque is already kind of like hardened back there, water pick's not going to do jack. What's it like when you go to the dentist and they try to clean in there? It's the, a nightmare. It really? Yeah. yeah. You it's have one too? Hurt. I have two. Who? Maggie. I have one in between my front two teeth and the bottom two teeth or the bottom row because I had a really stubborn gap growing up mm-hmm. and I had braces. I even got my frenulum cut, which is like the little. Oh, yeah. I, heard mm-hmm. I had it cut because mine was so long huh. and they thought that was causing my gap. And they were like, I got my braces taken off. And then all of a sudden it started opening. It had like a mind <gasps> of its own. Wow. So let's see your beautiful smile. Now. I know. <laughs> You're gorgeous. So pretty. You look great. <laughs> this is my beautiful smile. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be sure to rate us five stars and email us um, any questions you may have to you can sit with us pod at gmail.com. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.